Ready, set, go! This is the Checkpoint XP Podcast. Check out our international radio show and daily podcast at CheckpointXP.com. Here are your hosts, Nate Bender, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. Checkpoint Reach. Hey, welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast on the Westwood One Podcast Network. Everyone's listening. Exclusive, uncensored, and extended conversations from the nationally syndicated crew of the Checkpoint XP radio show. My name's Nate Bender. I'm joined by the Checkpoint XP crew, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. Not saying anything today? No. We're mad. I was going to say, yeah, I'm like, oh, there we go. No, man. I was just saying, we're mad because we didn't get any reviews to do this week. That's yeah, true. That is bad true. Mood. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, I hate to break it to you, but uh, the way that we start off the show has been disrupted because we normally love to start the show with iTunes reviews, and we don't have any. We, we should we, do a review of our listeners who didn't give us a review. Now, now, They're bad. Now, Zero la- stars. Last year, or er, last uh, episode, the player hater. we asked you guys <laughs> to uh, actually submit iTunes reviews for Checkpoint XP Daily now that it has made its way to iTunes. Did right. that get some? No. What? What? No oh reviews. No reviews for Checkpoint 76. No reviews for Checkpoint XP Daily. No oh. new reviews for the Checkpoint XP That's podcast. It. We're shutting this down so we get reviews. I'm I'm so They don't review, we don't do a podcast. How do so... I don't that's that's a great point. How do we proceed with the rest of the show if we can't start it off properly? I'm so disappointed in that everybody right now i i don't even know like the world is trash it doesn't feel right to do the show it doesn't we yeah. how do, how do we end this shit how do, can we, we put up the audio equiv- equivalent of a jar of mayonnaise <laughs> we're taking a knee i i don't i don't know that uh the westwood one will let us do that <sighs> yeah y'all lucky that contracts. we're beholding the contrast because if not we pull this motherfucker over right now and we will stop this show. <laughs> I will pull this podcast over right now, mister. Swear well, to God. Listen, we we don't want to have to give this lecture two weeks in a row. All right. So make sure that you go and leave an iTunes review. We have a hundred and uh, almost thirty iTunes reviews. I want two hundred on on Checkpoint XP. None of the like only three reviews on Checkpoint XP Daily. All of those people who left reviews on Checkpoint the Checkpoint podcast, you have a whole new feed to review. So even if your excuses, I already did one did one review. Do it again. No, Do there are again. three people who are excused right now. And those are the three who've done a review for both. Hundred oh, reviews go. by years in on the Checkpoint XP podcast. Do you understand me? <laughs> on the on the hundred. Hey, you know what? None well, of we need to get some parents. love for the Daily Show and fifty on the Daily Show, or or two hundred on both. No, or Ideal. what? Or or what? Or I'm slapping the shit out of somebody. I don't know. Or All right, I'm are, are you going to do? Are, but are you going to do something if they do it? Like, are you going to reward them if they do? We did reward them with a bubble. You either have to. Yeah, time. you have to. Right, th- okay, so it's either a, it's the stick or the carrot. You got to choose one of no, them. No, no, no. Here we, we hit him with the carrot. If if we <laughs> that's get, a very confusing mixed message. Yes. Yeah. Think Biz, Bing Crosby <laughs> tried that for a long time. Right, it doesn't listen, work. Listen. Listen. All right. If oh, oranges in a sock. <laughs> If we get 200 reviews on the Checkpoint XP podcast and 50 on the Daily Show podcast, I will do what Joe did and I will have Robbie pick out a really terrible cosplay of a character of his choosing. You don't want that. 
You don't want it. I'm putting it all right. All right. Here's what I'm gonna do because that is in dangerous water. Oh, it is. So if it happens, just nothing racist. Obviously, no. Here's no, what. Here's here's no. Oh, no, no, no. Here's what I'm gonna do. I will do this challenge, but our listeners get to help me pick out the get to pick out the cosplay. Yes. No. Okay. Can, all right. Can I make a suggestion? I, I, right, I'm gonna yeah, make a suggestion I want to throw. I want to throw some suggestions course, in here. Of course. I would like to suggest Sonic the Hedgehog from the live action movie. <laughs> it's a good one. That's a good one. I, but but you know that is a good one. That is one. Oh man. Oh man. I may not have hair by then. <laughs> so who knows? There's no guarantee. How about the uh, the 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 kangaroo from Streets of Rage? Oh, oh yeah, not bad. pretty good. Not bad. Oh, that is a good one. Not bad. I would not be upset to have a dress right. like a kangaroo. So, <laughs> two hundred checkpoint podcast reviews total. Fifty total on Checkpoint Daily. That's right. And you guys get to choose what cosplay, what shitty cosplay. I make for Norris. That's nothing our, that, racist. That's our 2020 nothing goal. Racist. Right. Nothing, nothing racist. Nothing racist. I'm it, sad that I have to say that. Put that but out we there. Do but have to we put do. That nothing out. racist. All right. All right. There I it like is. That. Remind me. I'm of still it. mad we don't have any inter- er- 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 reviews. You got. By the way, Ash Saber said the, there. I wrote a review for the Daily Show. We are oh. making this cosplay happen. Remember, Great. remember, you got Uncle Bubs from the last time we yeah. acquired this, which turned guys. into an emote. There it is. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. Is that is that encouraging anybody? It should. It should. Because that's the proper that thing, amount of shame that you that should experience. Thing is hideous. I it agree. Is. It's fucking horrible. It is nightmare fuel if I've ever seen. It. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I had to, we had that. to sit in the same room with it. I and it was terrible. It. I, I think each week we do a podcast now, and you know we we remind them of that. I'm gonna have a new sort of cosplay idea for people to envision. So this week, mm-hmm. the one that I'm throwing out there for the terrible cosplay, diva. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would hurt me as much as Norris. <laughs> Ruin the character for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like, like it. That. No, I I like that. If Amen. we can if we can damage two people at once, that's even better. You, especially if one of the other people is Joe. Yes. It is what it is, man. Absolutely. Uh all right. So uh you could do that again. Find checkpoint XP daily on iTunes. All you gotta do is just search for it. It's pretty easy to find. It's easy. Uh or you can visit our website over at checkpointxp.com. We've got a link directly to the feed. Leave us a little bit of iTunes love and uh let's let's get to this cosplay, guys, because uh and again so they have the entirety of 2019 to do this, right? That's right. Yes. They have the same amount of time that Joe had, which was a whole year. There you go. Let's make this happen, guys. Yeah, last time they got it done for me by Halloween. So in honor of MAGFest, this week on the podcast, we wanted to talk about video game music. Yes. That's right. Here's the problem. Because when you talk about video game music, really when you talk about music of it any type. It just flies all over the damn place. I Desperately want to be able to listen to or play that play music. Play the music, mm-hmm. and yep. we can't. Unfortunately, we can't. Even we will if we get in trouble we, for that, we will get. But in trouble. we can hum the tunes. Uh, I mean, even yeah. that's kind of. <laughs> well, no. First kind of, of, if we go, nobody for too wants long. to hear it. First it yeah, all. that's yeah. It, it's going to be uh, uh, terrible. Yeah, like it's very pitchy and uh, all over the place. But anyway, uh, so. MAGFest obviously has great performances, most of those performers basing their sets around video games. And a lot of those points, there's a lot of points where, you know, it's moving, and especially those musical references to games that you maybe have played before are moving. So I wanted to ask you guys, what 
are some video game music that you experience, but every time you experience it, it makes you cry. It elicits an emotional reaction because I definitely oh, have a few. And, yeah, I, see, and I do see, want to put this I, out I, here. I Let's to... all try to think outside the bounds of just Final Fantasy music. We know we're going to touch a lot of it, but... That's phrasing. I, I, yeah. I would like to amend that a little bit because some of us in here are men and we don't cry, okay? But Inappropriate. To have been, I, 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 I've, I've cried. I don't. But to have been emotionally... Emotion, emotion, emotionally. 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 Do something. But to have been emotionally moved... That that has happened, but now actually, my my first answer was going to be an FF thing. So now I got of course. Take a to think. Well, no, you can still say that. I'm saying like also be trying to think outside the bounds. No, of, but here's well, here's what I mean. A lot, I got a lot of us have gone to distant. Was he, have you gone to distant worlds, Robbie? I have not. Yeah. No. See, that's, see, that's wh- the only place. That's I've why you haven't. Yeah. That's why you haven't song. cried yet. Here, here's the thing. I had thought long and hard, and like you guys, it was a lot of Final Fantasy, a lot of other games similar. But here was one that, as soon as I found it on my phone, I was like. Oh man. <laughs> and it's a it's a song called Living with Determination from Persona 3. Hmm. Wow. And it starts Not from Undertale. It starts it's a bit off, of a deep cut. Yeah, it starts off with literally it's just pianos and some strings come in very subtly. Mm-hmm. But the reason why it's so emotionally provoking is it's uh it's played initially when one of the uh social links uh, he's a guy with a terminal illness, hmm. and every time you go back and talk to him, he's just talking about how he just appreciates your friendship and how you know he's just like preparing himself. And you keep going back and forth to this park to meet him and talk to him, and everything's cool. And then one day, how you get the final social link, how you close the social link, he's just not at the park. Hmm. It's not like you don't get a letter or phone. Right. He's just not he just at the show. He's just not at the park anymore. Oh, damn. And that's the end of it. Hmm. And it's so gut wrenching, man. And and it literally that that social link that storyline was one of the reasons why I like three a little bit more than four. Okay, that's, gotcha. that's a good one. Gotcha. Um, I got I got to take it back to uh to Halo. <laughs> Uh, everyone knows the opening menu music <laughs> of Halo. Of course, yeah. The Gregorian chant. They, you know, it's very <laughs> powerful and spiritual. They bring that theme back and mix it with kind of like the main like battle music of Halo at the end of Halo 3. And I very specifically remember this moment because I started playing Halo 1 in like end of middle school, going into high school. It was my first LAN party game that I played. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. me to a whole new group of friends and to competitive video gaming. So Halo 1 and 2 I played a lot of, and I really didn't play any of Halo 3, but eventually, in my senior year of high school, right before graduation, I sat down to beat Halo 3, and at the very end of that game, you do a driving sequence, much like the end of Halo 1's driving sequence, and it starts playing those musical cues from the main menu screen and the main battle theme of Halo, and at the end of it, like, I don't know if it was just like the mixture of like ending high school and moving on to the next phase of life. And it also kind of closing out like the halo arc. I started crying during it. It was, it was emotional. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that seems more like, oh, you're putting things together and it's like, oh, this is really symbolic of yeah. where I am in life. And yeah, that's what, that's what, yeah. that's what that song. But now if I hear that song, I that's, get emotional. That's the response that it yeah. was. Yeah. Man, you should have, you, you really should have come out to the, uh, uh, video game music symposium. When I heard you got to talk to that guy, I was like, "Oh, Martin man. O'Donnell, yeah, yeah, uh, fucking master of video game music, and uh, just fascinating to hear about the creation of that theme." And uh, See, that's you know, funny, his, his word. Halo, Halo's music never 
never spoke to you spoke to me like that they, same for me it just honestly don't, it just don't uh, it don't I mean, hit it, me like it's that. good music yeah sure but same with norris hey honestly the game itself that might be part of you the know, reason maybe that's, maybe that's it maybe that's it maybe that's it because i hear the stupid oh and i just <laughs> i just i instantly just go like roll your eyes no, yeah. yeah, not me. I I hear that, and even today, I get like choked up. Like it's yeah. it's. I mean, I think that's a great theme, and it is. I can see like if you didn't like care for playing Halo, well, see, yeah, and, it wouldn't mean a ton to you. And, and and I think like as I'm thinking thinking to a couple of different ones that that I could say, it's it's never just the music itself. Like like what's happening in the game at the same time, obviously you know lends to it, and that's obviously just good good game design and good music. Uh, uh, for me, non FF that that pops out is actually uh, leaving Earth from Mass Effect Three, mm. right, right at the beginning, because the way that game starts off, like like the Reapers aren't just. Co- I mean, obviously you've known for a few games they're coming, yeah. But that game starts off, you just lost. Like Earth is gone, and and the whole yeah. thing with like you know helping the kid on the ship and seeing it blasted out of the sky too. And then it goes into that whole thing, like yeah. that's that's one of the ones Z- that Zarnesk in the chat uh, is backing me up. The the music that plays on the final level of the first Halo game because you're doing this driving sequence through a an exploding ship and trying to escape it, like with a timer going down. The music is amping up more and more. It's the themes you've known throughout the game, just building and building and building. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. It's, yeah. It'll give you chills. Absolutely, Robbie. Having just recently gone through Mass Effect for my first time, yeah, the moment yeah. where you leave Earth and you you're effectively abandoning Earth to its fate, you're like, "Damn, I've spent three games trying to prevent this from happening." And they go after Earth first, and there's nothing I could do about That's nothing. Like, I super appreciate, by the way, that storytelling procedure that the Reapers are like, "Fuck Earth." <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have had Shepard screwing our plans for two games. Fuck this planet. Fuck this one. <laughs> that is the particular. first one they go for. Yeah. Like they, they take out one other planet as they're entering the the the, the, the galaxy. Well, no, uh, they they were this going, is warm up. Rah. We actually blow up a relay to stop to them from entering. Yeah. Coming, yeah. In the, uh, that, that, that's what probably they blow really up, makes they blow them up things. Earth, and then they go right to Palavin, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they they, they start hitting, hitting everything yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah, Earth is the first one to get wrecked. Now, now, real real quick, are we talking specifically about just songs as they exist in game? Because another one that, that that hits me hard, and it's again Mass Effect related. Uh, Nate, you know the the, the artist uh, on YouTube, uh, Maluka. I've, I've turned yeah. on to a few of her things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has a, a Mass Effect tribute called Reignite, which has like lyrics and stuff with it Ooh. and everything. Now that right there, if anything's gonna move me to tears, that's pretty damn close. No, I, I, I'm talking like like there's there's stuff you know like for me it's Chrono Trigger, mm. Chrono Trigger and Chrono. You could pick just. Any just a bunch of like 10, 20 songs from Chrono Trigger that I yep. just turned into a damn piece of putty. Yeah, and and here and, and and I noticed this actually watching a set from Magfest. And I think it was James Landino that had worked a little bit of Chrono Trigger into one of his sets, and it hit me, and I was just and I started tearing up, and I was like, "Holy shit, what the fuck!" Like it, you you if you catch me off guard with it, yeah, it's really easy to actually get me there. Yeah. Um. And then Time Scar. Time Scar is the one that every time I hear it, I can sit I can sit down and go, No, I'm not gonna cry this time. Not gonna cry. Oh. You get halfway through it and fucking it kills me. Okay, yeah. I hate that I'm jumping to this this quick, but you made me think of it because it always catches me off guard. And that's uh searching for friends from FF six. Yes. As soon as I hear doom doom doom, I'm just like 
the, and I'm just stuck and I'm trying not to. Yeah. And as soon as that little flute part comes in, <laughs> I'm just a, I'm I'm a mess. Yeah. There, I'm a mess. From mentioning FF6, uh, if you listen to the uh, Distant Worlds version of Terra's theme, yes, on the final like crescendo that mm-hmm. it builds to, shivers down the spine. Every single time, a little emotional, like, yeah. All right, all right. Say what you will about the game, even now, answers. Oh, definitely. answers is a hundred percent. There's nothing wrong with 14 2.0. Everybody loves 2.0. But, I mean, like, specifically, end of an era, that that sequence that they had paired answers with. It's beautiful. Because answers existed Prior to that, sure it just hadn't been really utilized. Really? I don't think I knew no, that. Oh, 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 hold up. Okay. The the very, very first scene of FF14 1.0 has musical references to answers. Yeah. It was probably the very first piece of creative material that they ever came but up with. But it works so perfectly no, with it the was just, end. No, it was just recontextualized. That's the beauty of it. Oh, that's, that, that's amazing. That's that makes what, it even better. That, exactly. Oh, that's wow. what makes it so pitch fucking perfect wow. for that moment. Because you think like, okay, they're creating a piece of music for this moment. That's not true. No. That Wait, music, you're telling me that the fr- that the line to all of my children for whom death hath cast his judgment is not for the final sequence of that? Correct. Holy they shit. They recontextualized a that's piece the of music they already had. That, that's, that's amazing because right. every single line in that song was made That trailer for was that so dope. Scene. I was showing it to people who don't Me play too. video games. Me too. Yeah. And, and they, they go, like, I want to play this game. Damn, that was sweet. But it's partially because of the music because yeah. it was so driving. Ooh. Like I don't know, there are certain there are certain you know songs and games. That you have to you have to remember you have to remember. Distant Worlds was performing answers before FF fourteen one point was even <laughs> That's released. True. That's oh. true. The first time I heard answers, I heard that motherfucker live. Yeah, you're oh, right. I can't imagine what it would have been like to have known. About answers prior to seeing that mm-hmm. and then seeing how they use it. Oh, that's oh, next so, level. Yeah, man. because as soon as you heard the music cue start, you'd be like, oh no. That's next level. Oh god, level. no, here we go. Yeah. Uh, I'm even mentioning Susan Calloway. Uh, the most, I'm, I'm getting watery right now. Uh, <laughs> the uh, moment that I can remember most vividly crying to video game music was at Distant Worlds when they brought Susan on and had her sing Eyes on, or not Eyes on Me, but um, uh, Melodies of Life from FF9. Mm. Oh, okay. And, uh, I thought you were going to say "Kiss Me Goodbye" and I was going to show you the goddamn no, door. No, no, Melodies of Life from FF9. FF9 having been my first Final Fantasy game, and I got real weepy. I cried. I cried <laughs> when they performed Ron Fower. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I may have as well. I cried when I, they performed Ron. I Fowler. would if I heard Ron Four performed live now. I would cry. All right, all right, yeah. Joe. Joe. Yes, you're not alone. Oh, oh, well, that's a beautiful, you know, so that's a song I've always loved. It's never one that's made me cry. Really? See, I, have I songs, love that. Song, I have songs though. that are not emotional, like cry songs, but because I have certain memories and parts of my life attached to them, mm-hmm. I get emotional when I hear them. Like if I hear, I, I've heard it a million times, but if I go like a year or two and don't hear it and then I come back and as strange as it is, if I hear like Mute City from F Zero, I get very emotional, and really? I have no idea why. I get fucking hyped. I, get, I do. I get hyped, but it's because like it's it's it, it was a game that I played with a friend of mine that like I don't see very much anymore, and you know our lives are very 
Right. So that yeah, so you're more thinking about your relationship with yeah, that person. Yeah, yeah. I need to yeah. do an experiment here. Uh, Jerbear in the chat is giving me a theme, and I need to know which one comes to mind for you when you hear this. But how about that one theme in FF11 that's like, this is going to be a goofy quest. That one upsets me every time. Which theme do you think that is? Oh, uh, that's like the uh, uh, the Star Onions, isn't it? I think it's uh, that's got to be the doom 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 doom. Yeah, that's, it's that gotta one. be that theme, right? It's that's gotta the be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like yeah, a yeah, mischief yeah. theme or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gotta that be that. Oh, Sanctuary of Zeta. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Memorial de la Stono and yep. Yeah, those are all good. I mean, again, like I, I think JRPGs in particular have uh, captured that because Nobu Nobu Uematsu changed the fucking changed game. the game <laughs> with just the simple concept of scoring video games. He doesn't just make a soundtrack; he scored them. He, right. he yeah, a whole lot of Steven Spielberg references. Not, 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 says, well, nailed it, nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the thing, well, and the thing is, is that he also had a very wide <laughs> definition mm-hmm. of what constituted a score. He looked at something like. The Who's Tommy as a score as much as you would look at anything by Harry Gregson Williams mm-hmm. or uh, John, John Williams. Williams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and and he he gave equal weight to both of those. So when it came time to score something like FF10, you got that very like rock and metal influence oh, that well, was in there. Other John Williams that opens it. it up is so good. Uh, yes, Every, and then compare that to to the 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 hymn of the faith. Like right. you could not uh, get on two different uh, sides uh, of the spectrum. Oh, 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 man. But I mean, yeah, you mentioned John Williams, and that's exactly it. Every character and Every place and every concept has its own theme with its own tone to it. Yep. And that's why those songs are so incredibly memorable. He's also a master of the lay motif as well, where there's just a a music reference back. uh, Well, and that's and that's part of what makes like the FF series when people talk about, you know, gaming music that is impactful to them. That's why the FF series is so strong. It's it's always near the top of the list. It's also 14 of them or 15 (laughs) of them now. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to compete with just the sheer volume of work. But um, I really do think, like, it doesn't necessarily make me cry, but, you know, if you took, you know, the the battle theme from Persona 5, a bunch of tracks from Persona 5, and, you know, you give me 10 years from now, and I don't hear them, you cut them off, even just like the the day afternoon theme that they have, or just walking around and doing stuff, I I get a very, like, emotional response to that. The opening... To Legend of Dragoon, this the uh, not not the music that they had inside the game, which some people call elevator music, and they're wrong, but whatever. <laughs> um, but the very very opening theme that has that the uh, the lady singing on it, you know which one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Even as a kid, when I heard that, it moved me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not nostalgia. It is just a very well done moving song that's performed with a lot of emotion. I've got got a good one for you. When I was in high school, uh, my high school played host to one of the band competitions, one of the regional band competitions. Mm -hmm. So we had high school bands from all over coming in and performing music. And I was dating a girl who was in the band, so I went to check it out. And I think it wasn't lamb fear but it was some one of the local high schools comes in and they their band comes up on stage and starts setting up and everything and i notice in the back they've got these two big drums that they're gonna hit and i'm like wow what what, what could number? that be for the theme from morrowind 
Wow. They performed Morrowind's main theme. Are you fucking kidding me? That's it a good was one. amazing. There, that must I and and I'm I'm going to I'm going to take a wild guess because that I don't know that they would have had a music director that would have had the context for that, but that was probably a kid bringing in a CD and going, "Let me play this." Piece can we yep. play this? Yes, yes. yes. I yep. would love the. Can we do this? I want to do this number. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's, See, really- that's a that's another series too that I think is 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 sort of people acknowledge that it has great music. Yeah, but like perfect example, like if I listen to Streets of White Run. I used to listen to the Skyrim soundtrack when I would drive to work for one job I had, and I went to work at like 5 a.m., so mm-hmm. it would be sunrise. And I would play Streets of White Run, and the sun would be rising, and I would just be like, man, the earth is cool. <laughs> and it was just like, it was a very emotional thing, and that's another, that's another song that just gives me very, like, yeah. in my feels as yeah. soon but, as I But I mean, it. like, that must have been a crazy experience to be at a place where you don't expect video, video game, game music. music. I thought yeah. and the, then the you last get, thing that went through my mind was I would hear anything video game related. That probably, like, if you catch me off guard enough with it, that will also... I started getting... Because I played, I was playing so much Morrowind at the time, but I just... Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the, sure enough, the second of the two drums goes... Doom. Doom, doom. And then... Do, do, do. And I'm like, oh my God, we're about to hear Morrowind. Wait, Holy like, shit. <laughs> like, that had to be the crazy... Like, you like you, you, you hear it, but you're like, am I hearing this right? My girlfriend got pissed because that's all I wanted to talk about rather than her performance. Wait. Dang. <laughs> all I wanted to talk about was Morrowind. Oh my God. Well, that's what all I would want to talk about, yeah. too. I couldn't even feel bad about it. I'm like, I just got to hear like Morrowind performed on stage. You, that was amazing. You, you were great, hun. Tell me more about how you decided to play this piece of music because this is fascinating. Oh, it to wasn't me. her school. No, no. Oh, it wasn't her band <laughs> that's that played even worse it. Thing. That's what I mean. I was talking about a, different, a whole different band that that's was playing. I'm sorry, it. babe. You guys sucked. And they played Morrowind. <laughs> and that's the story yeah. of Joe's short stint as a band groupie. Yeah, pretty much. It wasn't long. That's crazy, though. Yeah, it was I, cool. I love when stuff like that happens, though. Yeah, it you know, was very out of nowhere. I, I, I actually, I tried to do that once. Uh, I used to, uh, one of my first jobs in radio was as a jazz and blues DJ at a public radio station up in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And uh, I used to work the overnight shift anywhere between uh, 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. is when I would be on the air. And uh, it was one of the most unique jobs because most of the, most of the time in, in radio, the way that it works, even down to like your local radio station mom and pop sort of operations is that there is a program director or a music director that is selecting the music that the djs play sure. mm-hmm. and the, the djs don't really have a say on which records they spin and instead the the program director takes me in on the first day of the job and he goes he takes me into a, a room about the size of a large walk-in closet that is filled from the floor to the ceiling with not just cds but vinyl records as well and he goes, play anything in this room. That's it. There you go. And he leaves. And if it's, it's in this th- room, you may play it. That's That was it. There were no restrictions. The, wow. He didn't say, uh, keep the tracks under 23 minutes or, you know what I mean? Like, I would play 43 long minute songs from Sun Ra that are incomprehensible. <laughs> no one would say anything. How did you get away without having to do, like, a, a commercial or something? It's public radio. It's public radio. Oh, 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 okay, okay. And, and there were no underwriters under uh, overnight. The underwriters were all for the 
public radio programming. Got so it. it was basically placeholder programming overnight until you got to Morning mm-hmm. Edition. So they would find college students to come in and DJ for them. They would pay them seven bucks yep. an hour to come DJ for them. And uh, that's that's what I did. And uh, after I realized that I could get away with playing 45 minutes Sun Ra records <laughs> and no one was going to say shit to me, I started sneaking in jazz covers and piano covers of Final Fantasy music, <laughs> RPGs, yeah. everything here and there. And it was no one knew. No one and, I, and, I, and I always kind of pictured someone out there listening because this Did was... Did you ever get like a call about it? Like, whoa, what was that? A couple that? of times. A couple of times. A few times. A couple times someone was like, hey, wait, was that the Sanctuary of Zeta? So uh, it, uh, it, uh, it wasn't until I started playing stuff that was a little bit more noticeable. Yeah. But yes, it did happen. Um, but uh, but yeah, I always wanted to. Uh, I was always hoping that someone would be like scanning across the dial and be like, "What, what the hell? Wait a minute, is this from Chrono Trigger?" I had what that the experience. Fuck? So they had a show on at Henry Ford Community College for their journalism program, their broadcast program. Yeah, where you know they just said, "Here's the student radio station. Pitch us a show." And they'll do it. It so. will happen in an educational yeah. radio. Yeah, dude. I was just randomly going across the radio, and I just heard uh, one of the main themes from Bomberman Hero, hmm. and I'm just like, "This has got to be like some mom and pop like video game stores <laughs> commercial or something." No, it was the it was, kid comes on. Yeah, and that was Zip from Bomberman Hero. I was like. Holy shit! This is a show about video game I'm, music. I'm, Omega Welltall in the chat says you're doing God's work, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be real mean and throw this guy into the bus, but uh, Lordal Soma in our uh, chat here says Devil Trigger for Devil May Cry Five. Wrong. Oh, Wrong. Man. Oh no. Wrong. Wrong. If that. You just unlocked the wrath of Norris. <laughs> Wrong. Man. All right, listen. Come on, Norris. Okay, no. Pull the Devil Trigger. No. All right, first of all, first of wait, all. Wait, wait, wait. Robbie, can you do that again? That was hysterical. Hold the what? devil trigger. <laughs> do something. Is that not how she said it? That's about as that's how, about how, she, that's said how it, right? she said it. That's not, not far, far off. off. Yeah. That song I'm is fucking ringtone infuriating. In my phone as devil I trigger. hate that song. First of all, I hate cheesy J-Rock knockoff foolishness. <laughs> And then you put it into one of my favorite games, which already had cheesy J-Rock foolishness. And then you just turned it up to a thousand. And then you come into my chat talking about how that's one of your favorite songs. No. All right. I refuse to believe that that song has any sort of emotional impact on you. And if it does, your taste in music is null and void and it's trash. Um, Ome- I hate that song. Jeez. Omega likes it and says it's not J-Rock. Hey. Shut up, Walter. Hey, 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 Robbie. Pull my devil trigger. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. No. Pull, pull it. Don't do gonna, it. Pull we, it. We're all in a room together. Whee! Please. Whee! Whee! Try it again. I don't like what's going on. I don't don't feel good. It's just what my devil trigger does. I'm uncomfortable with that. Me too. Inappropriate. We're going to have to have a talk about that next time we talk to Mike or Rick. I don't know about that. Plus, going to call HR on Yes, please. If you're going to say it, you have to say it. Pull the devil trigger. Like that. (laughs) It sounds like he's getting ready to, like, Say like next time on Transformers or something like that. <laughs> it's it's such a bad song. Oh, so I'd be I'd be good. remiss to not bring up Undertale here because talk about a game that was lauded for its great music, and I don't think a lot of its music is like. T 
tears inducing. Like it's not gonna like overwhelm you with sadness. A lot of it's just really good battle just music. Just good music, yeah. That, yeah. that said, and anyone who's played will back me up on this, there is a song called His Theme. And uh that one is gonna punch you in the feels. Yeah, don't really ruin hard. it because I'm still I still gotta finish don't, it. Don't don't worry, I won't. But you'll know it when you hear it. Wait, wait, what is this? It's, it's a, a song Undertale. in Undertale. Oh, you can Undertale. only get to at the end of the True Pacifist run called His Theme, hmm. which is what I'm doing first first time through is Pacifist. Well, you have to do a neutral run the first time through. Oh, fuck, I might as well kill everything. Um, <laughs> anyway, but hold on. If you do that the first time through, then you can't do Pacifist, isn't that right? So okay. Um, I don't think you can do either true genocide or true pacifist. How Without far? How far in the game are you? Not very. Are you past? Like, are you to the first boss? Yeah. Okay, you I'll already can't it. do true, pa- true true genocide. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you just finish the game now, you're getting you're getting the neutral ending no matter what. Uh, so after that, you can do pacifist. pacifist. Yeah. All right, that's fine. But either way, man, I, I, I'm just saying, Undertale. From what I've seen so far, the music is by far my favorite part of the game. Mm-hmm. It's so, incredible. So it is. It is really good. There you know what? Oh, Nate, I can't believe neither one of us mentioned this. It's not going to be Metal Gear, but it should be Streets of Rage. Not even going to be Streets uh-huh. of Rage. That's where that's I thought the battle theme from Xeno Gears. Yes, Zeno, Zeno Gears for sure. That's uh, Yasunori Mitsuda, mm-hmm. right? Uh, battle I mean, theme uh, from Zeno Gears uh, again. Shavat's uh, theme in Zeno Gears. Really, honest, because I only I only made it to what's that one desert city in Zeno Gears? Ave. Yeah, that's about as far as I made. Oh, you didn't hear Shavat's theme? Nope. That theme Man, is I need so to go back good. And play I've heard it. I've heard it because yeah. I've heard the whole soundtrack, but I don't have context for like oh, it man, inside Shavat's the game. Shavat's theme is so good. That fucking sewer scene sequence is the worst though but this even the music in the sewer it is good is no but i mean it's just endless though like uh, i feel like i got stuck down there for like get past seven it. hours and i just gave up you know a game that's worth mentioning because it kind of spurred this podcast discussion was we heard a theme from wild arms oh we were, yeah we were all like yep. man i'll tell you what for a game we didn't care about that much wild arms theme or soundtrack is on it's excellent. Point. Well, it's because it's got that shared theme, right? Yeah. And that's another thing is that if you can, uh, uh, both that red, was gross. Yeah, it was. Yeah, both red was a wind up on that one. Both, both red deads have have moments like that where you approach a point in the game. Yeah, red deads has, has some pretty great music and, and a music and a music key hits. I mean, fully vocalized and everything, and it was just like it, it wreck you, dude. And they make it so like. You get on the horse. No enemies can attack you. Yeah, it's it, it's clearly it's basically a cutscene. It's in the a cutscene that you control. Yeah, pretty much. But not it, bad. That those oh. points in both Red Dead's are amazing. You know what I was just thinking about? Mm. Can you name a game that uses popular music in in some not, not and not like Tony Hawk? I was about to say, say GTA, like the, like the, <laughs> but you know, in a narrative capacity. Uh, GTA. in a narrative capacity. Every G, every GTA besides three because that was the last one with original music. Yeah, every other GTA has used contemporary music in like as a backing for some of its soundtracks and i mean for some of its yeah there's like for there's some like, of the action beats too? yeah there's like cutscenes mm-hmm. that like i guess in, i've like, never noticed like vice city where it's got video killed the radio star yep. in the background uh, going on yeah maybe it's maybe it's so much like a movie because you know their their games are so cinematic that i just it, it i never noticed it yeah no, i mean i wouldn't happened. call it like modern popular music but i think about like bayonetta and it's used to fly me to the moon yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's a little. A di- that's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it, I, granted, it doesn't happen often because a lot of times when you... The licensing can it's an issue. a lot of yeah, the time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing that killed... Uh, what was it? Uh, Crisis Core. The reason you don't have a, a, <laughs> a, right. a re-release of Crisis Core is because there's like a whole bunch of that soundtrack that's licensed that they can't get yeah, the rights back to. Yeah, it was gacked. Is Gacked. that who it was? Yeah, I think Gacked did a lot of that music. Oh, yeah, we had what was it? Core. What was it? We just had with uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. Um, Afrojack. Afrojack. Then there was Afro Power, Power Man five thousand and fourteen. Well, that was more of a similarity <laughs> thing, but I mean, like, no, FF uh, fifteen. Afrojack did that uh, sort of like Alan Wake suffered from that. There was remix. a song in Alan Wake. Yes, that's that true. Yes, that's right. Yep, yep. They had to re-release the game. We yeah. just had it with Fallout seventy six, right? Uh, wasn't Country Roads, right? No. Well, no. I mean, I'm sure that well, they... Well, li- a narrative point. They license yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, Maybe the one you're thinking of is the way that they advertised Fallout 4, one of the songs that they were using dep- was depicted with violence, and the original creator was like, oh, that yeah. wasn't in that the That wasn't in the... Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh! I forgot about that. See, okay, here's, here's, a, here's a weird caveat, though, is that there's so... There's a lot of songs... That are contemporary songs that people have used for game trailers. Yes. That have been that amazing. Uh, I will never forget the first time that I saw um, uh, Lost Odyssey advertised yes. on TV because they used um, Jefferson Airplane. Uh, what was it we just saw for what was it? Rage 2 with Bethesda. Oh, uh, Andrew WK. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, the Dope use of Andrew WK. But I mean, like, they used... Uh, fuck, what is the song? Um, it's the one that, that crescendos. They used it in uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, um, yeah. Um... Where uh, Benicio Del Toro's in the tub, and he's like, throw the radio in when it crescendos, man. Yeah. Can't remember the name of the I song. can't remember the name of the song. White Rabbit. That's it. Yes, White Rabbit. That's it. Yep. Got it. Yeah, mm. and they used White Rabbit. Crazy. But I and I was like, okay, wait. I actually own this game. I know that they don't use this music, but it was like just the dopest use of the song, and I loved every time I saw that ad. Uh, you get um, a game that uses real music as uh, a narrative driver. Life is Strange does that. It's a lot of indie music, but True. they but it's make real great. Music. Use, it's real bands, yeah. and they make great use of it. Um, no, that's cool. I just I always think of that, and I always remember the. Assassin's Creed Revelations trailer, which the trailer was way better than the game. <laughs> was that the one that used power? No, that no. was Assassin's Creed 2. Okay, that was I rem- that was great. I remember that trailer and I went, oh shit, that's fucking crazy. No, the Assassin's Creed Revelation trailer is, because of the music itself, is one of the best game announcement trailers I've ever seen hmm. to this day. And they use some French, random French guy named Woodkid. Mm. And it's like just this driving, you know, really hard. It sounds, it sounds like war music, but it's just this one guy just walking around in the mountains and then he fights some dudes. And then it is, but the way the music made that trailer, if you took the, put anything else, some original music on that trailer, it's okay. 21 Savage. Put it in. Yes, the fucking Mortal Kombat the Mortal trailer. Mortal Kombat trailer. That was that was brilliant. I love that. Yeah, that was br- bro. I I saw my Twitter light up when people were just like, "Is this Twenty One Savage in the Mortal Kombat trailer?" Like, oh, yeah. well, it was really good. And yeah. I'm like, "Oh man, that was excellent. It was perfect." Yeah, it was perfect. I, I that, but 
I saw I saw way too many people complaining about it too. They were like, "It's not. Why would you use that to to, to advertise Mortal Kombat?" And it, like Mortal Kombat didn't use heavy metal for the last five years to try to sell their shit, right? You know what I mean? I mean nobody but, nobody questioned that. Oh, why would you use? Why would you use it? Why, yeah, why would you use a double bass pedal and dude playing drop D to be able to advertise Mortal Kombat? You know why? Someone wait. Someone fucking asked that. What? Why that, would you that, use twenty one savage? Why use twenty one savage? Yeah, people cared about that shit. Yeah. Yes. Oh, holy shit! You dude. know why? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I mean, it was a whole to do. Meanwhile, people in my networks were very hyped so about stupid. It. Why would you use that piece of shit? Damn. Damn. So fu- I meanwhile fucking- it was meanwhile it was perfect. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was t- it, the the tone on it was awesome. I fucking loved it. Oh, uh, I got another game that uses its music for advancement of it. Uh, less of its narrative, but more of its uh its atmosphere. Bioshock. Ooh, oh yeah. yeah, brother! Can you spare a dime? Yeah, yeah man, perfectly but I mean, sets like, that environment. And, and well, and Bioshock is very kind of similar to to Fallout, where Fallout's excellent use of period music. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't think that they've ever used a song uh, after 1961. Yeah, no popular music that was written after 1961. Yeah. Maybe with the exception of Country Roads, because that was written by John Denver, and I think the 70s. Yeah, but no other popular music has been used in the Fallout. So it's sort of like like it was like our culture stopped there, and I just I love that. Right. Well, that's I mean again that's the brilliant thing about Bioshock is this this perfect encapsulation of the 50s. Right. In this underwater city, it's, it's an anachronism. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's so interesting. You know to what see. that. <laughs> To that end, I guess, like, when I think of something like The Sims, like the original Sims that came out, and I think of, like, the music they specifically picked for, like, when you're buying something oh, for yeah. your house. I love that And song. how it's, like, the... the uh, or even just a and it's very like you know, I don't know that I could name I, oh, if no, I dude. if you played me a, a track from The Sims I don't know that I could spot it, it. is very much so like you would have heard it on like Bewitched or the Dick Van Dyke show or something like that I like could it, like it have, you could it have it. doubled for like the Wii U music not necessarily but no, you hear it no, and you're right. instantly transported to like. You know, 1950s and 60s. wholesome comes into your wholesome. mind when you hear it. You, okay. Very Pleasantville. Oh, very, Pleasantville. Okay. Yeah. That's the okay. term. Yeah. Right. And, it okay. Was, and, and, and I thought that was so dope because. It's like a vacuum cleaner salesman commercial in the 60s. It's like Nick at Night. If Nick at Night yeah. was scored. Okay. The whole thing. Yeah. Got it. That's, That's what it was like. And yeah. it was really dope that they chose to do that considering the aesthetic of like the sure. first Sims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was dope. I actually get emotional when I think about that because that was the only game that everybody in my family played. Yeah. Really? No. Everybody. And everyone I knew was willing to play The Sims. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they didn't play games, everybody sat down and played The Sims for a little bit. You know, I I dated a girl who uh, was obsessed with The Herbs. The Herbs? Which is a knockoff of The Sims? uh, It's No, it's made by EA. It's not a knockoff. It's just a different version of The Sims that is all urban themed. So you can make your Sims all punk that. rock or hip hop. And yeah. Do they also have to earn simoleons? Do they speak? Oh, I don't remember. Simlish? You know, oh, they definitely speak Simlish. Hang on. I might, I might have the box for it. Let me see if I have oh the box god. for it. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know that one. Uh, I think I vaguely remember something like that. But the thing is, man, is, is that that's what makes 
a game like that's what makes me emotional towards a game's music it's not necessarily just like my attachment to it but like the context oh yeah well context is everything Mm -hmm. yeah and and so like you have so many games where there's music that i love and i get emotional hearing it but it's not emotional music well see that might be one of the reasons why i think uh you're not alone is more emotional for me than it might be for joe you said that was the first FF that you played, it was. right? All right, I went seven, eight, nine, and mm. Zidane compared to Cloud and Squall, completely different. Completely character. different. Yeah. So different. And to get a character that is just above and beyond, like takes everyone else onto his back and is just like, nah, we got this. And then breaks and down to see in that him moment. Break down when I'm like, nah, this is the best, strongest character in 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 yeah. all of the games. Like, yeah. like that really, really you know, hit it's, me. People like I feel like glance over FF9 a lot and like there's so much good in that game. If if you it don't is. if you don't think there's a good in FF9 or if you think that it's something that you glance over the fact that uh 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 uh, uh, uh Sakaguchi um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says that to him that's the perfect Final Fantasy. Whether or not you think it's the best, that's fine. But based on that, you should be able to see some type oh, of no, value. Oh no, I will in always it. I always give nine value. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's a great game. You know what I mean? And I'll always show it love. It's just not my favorite. Yeah, that's, that's fine. It. That's fine. That's it. Mm-hmm. But I will say, uh, when you get to, uh, what's the rainy town? Bermisia. Oh, you get to the oh, rainy Bermisia. town. Bermisia. Man, oh. that musical theme. You want to talk about a, a score? Yeah, the Bermisian Bruh. theme is rough. I was like, oh, I feel so bad. Uh, don't mind me as I walk through this genocide. <laughs> and then you just watch people getting burnt. Like, first of all, you showed up too late. And in most cases, you can't even help the people that are still there. Yeah, they're yep. dying. Yep. Uh, we want to talk a little bit of esports because yeah. we actually have some this weekend. Uh, and by the way, I couldn't find my copy of the oh. It's all good. Sorry. All right. Well, let's break it down. Uh, first, uh, in Dota 2, we've got the Bucharest Minor. So if you've been jonesing for some Dota 2, it's been a minute since we've had any. You That's going and on. all three of y'all in China. That's right. <laughs> uh, UGC St. Louis is this weekend for competitive Halo, which I... I'm not sure I've ever featured nope. a competitive nope. Halo event on okay. here. But you know what? We're still getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. All right. Well, here's um, one for you. If, all right. It's it's not technically this weekend. It's on Monday. But on Monday, the LPL region for League of Legends starts its season. So oh, oh shit. Pro League of Legends is technically back on it's Monday. It's coming back. Oh, yeah. man. We're going to have wait. to do a season preview here coming up. Oh, yeah. Pretty quick here. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. NALCS is the end of this month. Can't uh, wait. LEC region. And Can't next wait. Dude, we're getting back into the esports uh, swing of things. Finally, I can't wait. we did it, guys. We're we almost it. we're almost to the end of the dead season. I think we can officially say today is the end of is the, the dead end season. Of the dead I think season. we're there because like we could do an NALCS preview on the national show on Monday, yeah. and then that. the so following week we could probably start previewing Overwatch because oh, you got preseason at the end of this month. Oh yeah, that's Overwatch right. And oh, I, think, I forgot about preseason. And I think starting in. Th- February Capcom Cup should be getting ready to start back up too. So well, yeah. I, I, well, we got Genesis Six at the end of this month and Evo Japan at the end yep, of this month. Yep. So well, fighting game community is back underway. I want to put it out there to our audience and uh, feel free to uh, get a hold of us. There's a, a a number of different ways that you can get a hold of us through our website over at checkpointxp.com. Uh, you can join our Discord server. Uh, we've sure got can. a permanent link over at checkpointxp.com. But I, I want to hear from people and I want to know whether. Or not they'd be interested in 
hanging out with us on, you know, like day one of uh, of League of Legends coming back. Yeah. Or uh, if they would want to hang out with us and do like a, you know, just watch with us. A watch and, party. Yeah. A watch party. party yeah. So if you guys were joining me for the grand finals of Capcom Cup. That's right. Something similar to that where we just chill. We all watch it together and. You know, talk some shit. That's right. Yeah, that could be fun. I, I think it would be fun, but um, we're we're trying to gauge your guys' interest. So let us know if that's something that you would be interested in hanging out with us for. Uh, you can let us know through uh, our our Twitch channel uh, or uh, our Discord channel, or send us a little bit of email. But please do let us know because uh, I think that that's something that we're thinking about doing, uh, depending on if there's any interest there. Yep. So uh, let us know. Let us know definitely. So uh, was that it? That's it. That's it. All right. There's there's your look ahead to the weekend in esports. And that's going to do it for the Checkpoint XP podcast. By the way, real quick, before we get out of here, I do want to apologize to everyone. Last weekend, the podcast came out on Sunday. Normally, the podcasts come out on Saturdays, but I was unfortunately indisposed Dying. with uh, intestinal distress, extreme intestinal distress. So uh, this show will come out on Saturday and we'll continue to come out on Saturday. I just wanted to apologize for being knocked off schedule a little bit there. But that's going to do it for the Checkpoint Podcast. CheckpointXP.com is where you can find out more info about the show, interviews from past episodes, and much, much more. That's all over at CheckpointXP.com. Stay up to date on all the latest by following us on social media. That's CheckpointXP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. And if you like the show, consider dropping by our Apple Podcast feed and giving us a rating and a review. Checkpoint XP is a production of Westwood One and Beasley Esports XP. Our theme is provided by the band Weird At Last. Big thanks to our production team of Rick Scott, Mike Thomas, and Buzz Knight. For the Checkpoint XP crew, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan, I'm Nate Bender. Keep listening. You've been listening to the Checkpoint XP podcast. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, tune into our weekly radio show. For more information and the latest on esports and gaming, go to CheckpointXP.com.